as soon as we were done, he comes over me, gives me a hug. And I was like, we did it. We, we did it. We bought an HBCU to this floor on MLK Day. We just did it. Hello and welcome to a full episode of What Makes You Think, the show that flips the traditional interview format, showing athletes and coaches videos of themselves and asking them what it makes them think. It's basically what the show is. Last week, I started a conversation with Corrine Tarver talking about her early days in gymnastics, her quick rise to elite training, her current role as head coach to the nation's first HBCU collegiate gymnastics program, And we started to dive into her NCAA competitive career. We did leave off on a cliffhanger because, well, I need you guys to come back for part two. So when we left off, we were at NCAA championships. Corrine was on floor and there was a loud uproar from the crowd right before she went. Let's find out what that was all about. Ooh, but just before we do that, I need to let you guys know something. The Precision Events bid forms are now open. So if you are interested in bringing a Precision camp, workshop, or clinic to your gym, check the show notes and fill out the bid as soon as possible. We are confirming dates and locations within the next month. Okay, so now we're really doing it. Here we go with part two of What Makes Corinne Tarver Think. So this is 1989. Do you want to hear something crazy about this board? Yes, I do. I absolutely hated it. Really? Yeah. Suzanne, we were like, I was trying to pick music and it was coming in. I hadn't picked it yet. And Suzanne was like, you need music now. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to get it. And next, you know, she came at me and she's like, you're using this music. And I'm like, absolutely not. It's Roger Rabbit. There's Mm -hmm. no way I'm using that music. And she was like, you're using this music. And I was like, so it ended up being the music I absolutely hated was the routine I wouldn't win with. Mm-hmm. So, and then so, this was fun. I'm stepped out of bounds here. I literally oh, saw it. Really? I didn't put my heel down. If I put my Back heel down, foot relevé lunge. <laughs> and we would have been second place instead of winning because we only won by half a tenth. So, yep. Funny story before this, like it doesn't show it here, but right before the Mr. Florentine started, I had saluted and stepped on the floor. And when right as I was getting right before the music started, there was this loud uproar of clapping and stuff. And there was uh, someone from UCLA was on beam and just dismounted and the whole crowd went went wild. And I literally stepped out of my 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 first pose and I waited till the crowd quieted down. I looked around, saw people were looking at me again and I stepped into my first pose, started my floor team. So I literally waited. With the crowd. You're like, this is my time watching. to shine. I'm like, I'm going. You, you need to stop watching everybody else. I'm going. I'm here. Yeah, not, not sharing the spotlight. Um, I, you know, I didn't. I, I mean, I, I was able to, the music hadn't started yet. And I stepped off. And I, I mean, stepped off the floor. But I just stepped out of my my yeah. my first pose. <laughs> you waited for the audience to be ready for you. <laughs> I was, I was, I mean, I'm telling you, I was the biggest ham. I loved being in front of a crowd. Well, even with the routine that you're saying that you hated and you didn't like the music, I mean, you're selling it pretty damn well. Oh, well, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, just because I didn't like it didn't mean I didn't want to win. <laughs> you know, so, and I was really frustrated too, because the last, the previous two years, I finished second on floor. And my freshman year, um, I had gone into finals ranked number one, like coming out of the preliminaries. 
Mm -hmm. uh, into finals. And then I ended up finishing second and I was so mad. And then my sophomore year, I had actually been injured for the whole, most of the season. So I was happy that just to finish second, because I think I did floor at, I did it at Alabama. Maybe I did it at Florida and then I didn't, and then at like SECs and, and regionals and nationals. So I didn't right. compete all season long on floor. So I was happy to, I was like fourth. Yeah, we can do that. You know, I mean, I'll be, I'll be good with fourth or fourth place. I'm, I'm good. So, you know, and then this year I was like, there's no way I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the title. And then we tied and I was more than happy because Kim was a really good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So I was so happy to share the award stand with her. Did you realize what you had done as far as making history that day? Um, I did not. Yes and no. Yes and no. I knew that I was the first Georgia gymnast to win the all around. And that was my goal. Mm -hmm. was to be the first Georgia gymnast because Lucy Wiener had been the first Georgia gymnast to win any NCAA championships. Okay. But I didn't know I was the first black gymnast to win until they told me in the press conference. Wow. And I was like, really? I mean, you know, like I said, like I knew Kim had won years before, so it just never occurred to me that it never happened before. So kind of, eh, not really, <laughs> you know, up until like taking this job, People used to say, oh, did you do gymnastics? I was like, yeah, I was pretty good. And that's kind yeah, of how I was, say. I was like, yeah, I did gymnastics. I, you know, I was pretty good. I don't really, I didn't really brag a lot. I didn't, you know, talk about it a lot. I was like, oh, I was to that stat right across your forehead. <laughs> and then I took this job and it was like, you know, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, goes with the narrative. So we're going to well, have to. Well, it's, yeah, it's extremely symbolic. And, you know, I, I think that for your athletes to be aware of that as well is just showing them that you you walk the walk and talk the talk and that they can make history as well. It, it was, it was, they loved the meet at Georgia, but going to Georgia was very emotional um, this past year because I was like, my girls are going to get to experience competing in the same building that I competed in. Yeah. And I knew I was going to like, I was like, okay, you can't cry. You can't cry. Cause you got makeup on. And <laughs> I had, I was mic'd up. I had two different um, ESPN and our documentary were both following me that meet. So I was mic'd up. It was two different mics that cameras right on me. And I'm like, you cannot mess up your makeup. You cannot look like a raccoon <laughs> on ESPN. So, and I didn't have waterproof makeup. So I was like, okay, you're going to have to control it. You're going to have to, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I I didn't know what they were going to do, you know, as far as us um, being there. Like, well, me. And so then they, they bought the team out. And then they had this, you know, on the video board, they had a whole montage and the whole bit. And it was just like, <sighs> the whole time. But you know what? Like, Crying does make good television. Well, I did at the end because Russell Warfield, who is our yep. choreographer, was my choreographer at Georgia. Oh, wow. So he and he had 10 national championship wings because he was all, part of all 10 championships. He'd been there for like 20 something years. And so us bringing that team, as soon as we were done, he comes over me, gives me a hug. And I was like, we did it. We we did oh. it. We bought an HBCU to this floor on MLK Day. We just did it. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and then we were both, by then I was like, you know, crying. And it's time to cry now. Let it out. <laughs> okay. We are going to go back in time a little bit. We've just got two more. So we are going back to 1985. That's um, Olympic Festival, yeah. And this is that vault I was talking about. I mean, what a true half on, boom. That wasn't even a very good vault. You were already figuring out how to fake those sticks, though. I like that. I got to give, <laughs> give that credit. It, it, what it, foot it movement? Was, 
It was, yeah, well, that was kind of crazy. Look at this half on. It's like 45 degree angle. Sorry, I'm geeking out on your techniques. <laughs> and that was like a really bad, that was not one of my better balls. And twisting, I mean, I I, I had, you know, Simone Biles talks about the twisties. I had the twisties. Yeah. You can, you can see like me going, okay, set, twist, set, twist, set, twist. What do you think about this? This has come up before in interviews around this time. All right, coaches, it's October, which means it's preseason and you're gearing up for competitions to start. The intensity of your conditioning has probably slowed down a bit, but having a strong injury prevention program will keep your kids safe. Did you know that in addition to big products like the T-Trainer and Mountain Bar System, Tumble Truck also has a whole line of training tools to make your physical preparation more fun and more effective. They've got everything from TheraBands to portable parallettes to stall bars. And if you've attended one of my lectures, you know how much I love the sliders. To see the fun conditioning products Tumble Track has to offer, visit their website at tumbletrack.com, T-U-M-B-L-T-R-A-K.com. This show is brought to you by Creatively Disruptive, the marketing team behind your team. And if you are a club owner or a gymnastics industry professional, I encourage you to join their group, the Gymnastics Business and Marketing Group. There's so much free advice straight from the pros, and you'll meet an entire community of like-minded professionals. So check out the Gymnastics Business and Marketing Group on Facebook, and check out Creatively Disruptive at creativelydisruptive.com. What do you think about this? This has come up before in interviews around this time. These stats at the bottom of the screen, letting everybody know exactly how tall you are and how much you weigh. Yeah. Did, Did you know that was happening? Because I've had other athletes no. on here and, not even And they were wrong. That. The stats were wrong. But yeah, no, like, why would you put how much we weigh? What is that? Unless they're just trying to go, look how little they are. But what the hell does that matter and mean anyway? I don't know. So I strange. Mean, like you put my weight on there, but you you don't even spell my name right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not my name incorrectly. That's right. Like, at least if you're going to, you know, put me out there like that, at least. Right? You know. oh, so weird. Imagine they could never do that today. Yeah, that's a lot to happen in a tiny little space there, that souk full. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I had a layout full, but um, I started twisting early in the twisties. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was not flipping before I twist. So yeah. we had stepped away from it. And then when I made, when I got um, got the call that I was, I qualified to Olympic Festival, we had to start training again. So my coach was like, we're just going to do the tuck full because we haven't been training the layout full. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that works for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a true half on. Yes. It was, yes. It was a true half on. When I was looking at it, where you finished was there, you had to be, you had to be quick enough to be able to get that good, you know, get off the table fast enough. Yeah. So guys, remember you go to YouTube forward slash what makes you think podcast. And there is a playlist for each guest. So you can see what we're talking about. And we are talking about the vault from, it says sports festival, 1985. Well, it is, it is the vault, the only vault on the playlist that we're looking at. Okay. I've got one more for you. We're going to change gears just a little bit here. Tell me about the feelings that are evoked when you see this. Uh, is this my, this is my Mo? Yeah. Morgan Price, floor, Biscuit, Michigan with Denver, 2023, 9825. And I was just, just, uh, oh man. This was fun. Mo was, you know, Mo was a fun work, you know, is a fun um, gymnast to watch. She's such a hard worker. I I mean, she comes in and, and gets the job done. 
I felt like she got underscored. Yeah. You know, I, I really was, was not happy with how I felt like, but we did not have a good meet. That was, that was one of those meets where we had so many people, but it was our second meet of the season. So we had a lot of people that were just trying to just figure things out. You know, it yeah. like we had just come off that super 16 on podium and the excitement. And I think the letdown because the first meet was so incredibly hyped up yep. that, you know, I mean, like the hype generated its own excitement and, and it generated its own buzz for the girls to feed off of. And when we went to Michigan, which was the second meet, we had to create our own energy and they hadn't figured out how to do that yet. Mm-hmm. So I think that that had a lot to do with it because they had to figure out how to generate their own buzz, their own excitement, their own energy when they're tired, when they're going through meat after meat after meat, uh, yeah. how, how to regulate that within themselves. Because if you're not going to get it from the crowd, not to say that there wasn't excitement, there was a lot of excitement within the crowd, you know? Right. You, you could see how excited and she was the only person going at the time. So actually being, and yeah. Cause these Michigan was, fans right here too. Yeah. Those are Michigan fans. So, you know, there was, there was definitely a lot of excitement from, from everybody, but as overall, you could see the difference, like the fact that they didn't have the hype, you know, that was created by outside entities they didn't know how to do it with them within themselves yet. Um, mm-hmm. but they figured it out. <laughs> yeah. But then we went to Georgia, literally like two couple of days later, we competed at Georgia and the hype of the crowd there, they, they bounced back. So as the visiting team, are you not necessarily getting the visiting team vibes when you guys are on the road? We had, uh, you know, the, the love that we got at every meet was incredible. It was incredible. We had people there who were not gymnastics fans but wanted to come see an HBCU gymnastics team. Other people who graduated from HBCUs, they didn't care if they, you know, they didn't have to be pissed. They were an HBCU somewhere and this is HBCU gymnastics. So we're going to go, we're going to watch and we're going to be there in the stands. So almost everywhere we went had record crowds or sellout crowds or, um, you know, it was, it was incredible, but so it was there, but at like this meet in Las Vegas, we had TV on us. We had mm-hmm. um, the documentary people were there. The, the, you know, Big Ten Network was there. The, we, tons of interviews, tons of like a lot that went into the whole, this is our first meet, first meet ever, first time on the floor. So right. it was all that buzz. Yeah. And then we went to Michigan and it, it was like a normal college buzz. They didn't know how to recreate that, that energy. Yeah but they learned, they figured it out, you know? So I think that that was, that was a good learning experience. It wasn't fun to watch them <laughs> be on the first right. event and watch them kind of collapse and have so many problems. That was not fun at all, but you know, you, you have to do the best you can with, yeah. with the learning experiences that you can. And you got to start somewhere. I mean, you, these programs are, you know, building on years and years and years of development and you got to start somewhere. So I'm glad you did. And you know, even <laughs> that, that first practice video that you guys put out was huge. People just yeah. are are really, you know, behind you guys. And I hope that you feel that. I hope that the athletes feel that too. Yes, they do. We, we felt the love. Like I said, every meet that we went to, we were the last to leave the gym. 
because of the amount of people that wanted pictures, autographs, meet yeah. them, just talk to them. And, you know, little girls that, you know, were gymnasts that now say, I want to, you know, I want to do college gymnastics that and some of these little girls may end up quitting if, yeah. if they didn't have that experience. So, yeah, we, we, we felt the love. We definitely felt the love. Good, good. Well, I thank you so much for spending so much time with me today. Anything else you would like us to know about what's going on with your program this upcoming season? Well, we are having a historic competition here in Nashville, Tennessee. Every Black female head coach in the country will be on the floor at the same time for the first time ever. And it's going to be on MLK Day, which is January 15th like I said, here in Nashville. So we're excited about um, making history yet again. So I hope anyone that's in the area will come out to the competition. Yeah. And is this something that's going to be broadcast as well? I'm trying to get, I, we're trying to get it on TV. Work on it. Yeah, we're it working should on be. Oh my gosh. We're working pressure. on that. So. Put some pressure on. <laughs> and how are we going to be able to see this documentary that you've talked about? Hopefully it gets greenlit. And if okay. it gets greenlit, you'll, you'll hear about it. It'll be on a major yeah. network that you know of. Um, we're still waiting on hearing what the network execs plan to do. Okay. So Got it. You'll be able to see it for sure. Got it. All right. The answer is Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. But it's actually going to be a docu-series, not a documentary. Oh, so cool. It's going to be episodes. Nice. Nice. Can't wait. And is there anything you want to let people know as far as how they can support your program? Um. Yes. I mean, there's always... Uh, giving and <laughs> donations are welcome because uh, we are a small liberal arts college. So uh, we have to do a lot of fundraising in order to give these girls the experience that other bigger schools are giving other athletes um, yeah. want to give them that experience. Mm -hmm. So there's always ways of giving. Uh, I would say kind of uh, our FISQ gymnastics is our social media. And so I'd love to have people just um, to to start liking and following us, mm -hmm. especially on Instagram, because the more followers we have, the more impressions we have, the the better it looks as far as um, us trying to get donations and corporate donations or yep. things of that nature. We're trying to build a gym. So we're, you know, it's about a $5 million endeavor to build one on campus. So, um, and then we're going to do some things, some fundraising campaigns are going to be coming out. So that's a good way to find out about them is our social media. Okay. So, and Fiskew Gymnastics um, on Instagram. And I believe it's the same on Facebook All right. as well. All and, right, everyone. So follow and engage with Fisk Gymnastics. I will put that in the show notes so people can find it nice and easily. And again, thank you so much. This was such a fun conversation and it was really, really fun to learn more about you. I see. And I was right. I knew this was going to be a good conversation from that real quick one we had in North Carolina. Yes. And it's, uh, you know, yeah, it wasn't what you expected him. So I'd be the different one, the unicorn as you like to call me. <laughs> you are the unicorn. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully you can come back sometime and maybe when we get further into the season or postseason and, and reflect on that. I would love to. I would love to. Perfect. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. What an amazing lady. Corinne, thank you so much for joining me for this two-part episode. And thank you all for listening. I've got some really exciting interviews coming up, you guys. I'm so, so, so excited. But I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm not going to tell you who it is. But remember, if you go over to YouTube to 
youtube.com forward slash what makes you think podcast, you will see a playlist for each guest who's been on the show. You can see the videos that we were watching and talking about, and you might see some playlists for guests who have not been on the show. You know what that means? You guessed it. They're probably coming up. And remember, if you are interested in bringing precision to your gym for a camp, workshop, or clinic, event bid forms are now open. You can find them in the show notes or on social media at Precision Choreo. You can also follow me on Twitter at YouThinkPod and on Facebook and Instagram at Nicole Langevin Consultant. All right, that's all I got. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.